<laughs> I hope you're not the one getting peed on by Trump, but uh, here's the one peeing on Trump. I think Kamala is his attack dog now. Yeah. I think that she's going to be out there on the front line. The internet has allowed kind of every age group to participate. Openly shooting shots. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. It'd be kind of cringy. And that's a that's a great way to spread COVID is to give everybody a lasagna from the same thing. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Jump into hot headlines. Hot headlines. Did you see that McDonald's and Cactus Jack are going to have a collab? Yeah. Thoughts? Um, I mean, Travis Scott's making that money. Yeah. All I can see is this is basically a money grab. And aren't they making like some 7-Eleven dunks or something? I don't know. That's I, Yeah. I mean, they have Gatorade ones. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But I saw like, did you see the whole, did you see the picture of the stuff? What stuff? The, the, the McDonald's stuff? The Cactus stuff? Jack stuff? Yeah. No. Oh, uh, they're like the, they just look like a, they're, air, they're the Air Force. It's the Travis Scott Air Force game, but they just look like some bootleg shoes. Like they look like that. Time out, time out, time out. Is it clothes or is it like toys? Like no, McDonald's like, toys? No, it's a shoe and there's like an apparel line supposedly coming out with oh. it. And there's like a Cactus Jack box and they call it like Mick Cactus. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that resale is going to be stupid. Yeah, $4,000 for a McDonald's shoe. Speaking of resale, I talked to Matt, the guy who we had on last week uh, for the listeners. And um, he was saying that there's a resale for Sod. Like grass. There's a, <laughs> I mean, there's, they surprising. bought Home Depot. Botting Home Depot for the sod. for sod. That's crazy. Crazy. Did you see uh, Rick Ross has wanted to get uh, uh, alkaline water in his fountains? So he's he like, can what go up and sip it? Well, he was like, so when the wildlife comes in here, they're only sipping the finest. He's like, they gave me an option either between the alkaline water or uh, Miami salt water. Bro, there's a point where you have too much money. That and I bet you the guys just say this alkaline water is really your fucking toilet water running through a filter. Guaranteed. You got a big fancy truck carrying <laughs> yeah. tap water. That's crazy. Did you see the FBI is investigating a shooting of a military helicopter in Virginia? Someone oh. just randomly started firing off at a helicopter. You know, I'm surprised that that hasn't happened more often. Like mm-hmm. someone shooting airplanes or something. Yeah, like one of those crazy magadoo. Just stop watching yeah, me. Yeah, anybody. Well, just someone just fucking cuckoo. Just taking a gun thinking that they're not going to get caught from distance. Like, remember how... I don't know how true this is, but back in the day, like, people would get arrested for shooting lasers. Yeah, I remember that was thing for a while. Yeah, like... I've never heard of someone just shooting bullets. Although, people shot guns at the uh, Renton Boeing plant and hit airplanes that were parked. Hmm. But I've never heard of them shooting them in the air. Did anybody in the helicopter get hit? I think one person got injured. Yikes. Whatever. It was a training exercise, too. Damn. Yeah, wild. Um, did you see, too, that uh, training exercise a couple of weeks ago where the soldiers were in that, like, water craft and that something happened while they were in the water and they were all missing at sea? Mm-mm. There was like eight of them. I think one of them died and the others were missing. I didn't really follow up too much on that, but well, first of all, rest in peace to anybody that lost a life in that. But yeah, that was wild. Training exercise and then something went wrong. It was like one of those vehicles that can go in the water and on land. I wonder how often that happens. Someone like getting extreme damage during a training activity in the military. Yeah. Well, that was the whole uh, synopsis of, uh, did you ever see that movie with uh, Owen Wilson when he like tried to do the action you try to get away from this. No, that's a, I don't know if I'd be able to take him seriously. Uh, it's actually a really good movie. It's, uh, I think it's called Behind Enemy Lines. Oh, I and he's no like idea. a fighter pilot that gets shot down on a training exercise, and he has to like survive mm. in like I don't know. I forgot if it's like Russia or like one of those places. Yeah, I don't know. It's really good though. You should check it out. 
Interesting. Well, yeah, it was a Wilson attempt at going serious, so. Did you see that AMC is going to sell 15 cent tickets on August 20th for only that day? Because that day they're reopening 100 theaters. Yeah, I did see that. Um, somebody online, I think it was, the Twitter name was Fox Files. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, been following him for a long time. But he said if people were smart, you would get a gang of people, like all your friends who you know are COVID-free, and you guys go buy out all the tickets for the one showing, and then it's just you and your friends in the theater. That's smart, yeah. So that's a, that is a good idea. I do feel like they're going to be sold out for, really fast. For sure. They're probably botting it. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's so crazy. Now I have to think of everything resale. the bots are involved in, dude. They're going to resell the 15-cent tickets for 20 bucks I'm anyway. You, you know, I've joked plenty of times about Skynet and robots taking us over, but it's slowly happening. Slowly but surely. Uh, but on the 15-cent thing, too, I'm almost willing to risk going to the movie theater and getting COVID to see that new Christopher Nolan movie. The Tenant one? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I'm not going I'm, myself, but well. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool. But hey, speaking of movies, so you know the world's last blockbuster that's in Bend, Oregon? Yep. Yeah, so they turned that into an Airbnb. Yeah, kind of crazy. I think it's pretty cool. And there's a $4 fee that lets you check out any movie in there. Oh, interesting. Which is deals because one checkout is three ninety nine. You feel me? Yeah. So you get unlimited. But I think it's pretty cool, man. They're like it's 90 themed. Uh, here's a little picture of the oh, house. Oh, cool. So it, does look, it looks like a, a commercial for a Blockbuster. Exactly, like, yeah. It looks like you're in the living room. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I, I didn't see the inside pictures, but I did see that. Uh, there was another company that did something similar to that, but I can't remember what it was off the top of my head now. Dang, I have another movie high headline. There's a movie that's set to be released in the year 2115. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. So they made this movie five years ago, and it's titled 100 Years, the Movie You Will Never See. And you can't... Like, the movie, you're not going to be able to watch it until 100 years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so John Malkovich, uh, he's the one who made the movie. And the whole goal of this movie <clears throat> is to prove that the movie that they created is timeless. The movie is enclosed in a case that will automatically open when the timer goes off in 100 years. Oh, my God. I think that's pretty dope. Like, that's so an that's a interesting idea. Does nobody have access to this movie? I mean, I'm sure someone can steal it and break it. Yeah. Well, where, where is this being? Is it like being housed somewhere? I just uh, Louis Thirteenth Suite uh, Members Club for all you jewel thieves and thieves out there, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's. A, I mean, it's an interesting idea. Um, it isn't. I've never heard of that idea. I'm sure, like you know, Chris Jenner will probably live long enough to see that. Yeah, taking all the baby blood. (laughs) But uh, I don't know if I'm going to be around for that. I hope so. That's the point of it. It's called 100 Years, the movie you will never see. Because he's predicting that none of us on Earth right now will be alive for that. Does he mean like, oh, okay, so but he Earth will still exist. We just won't. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless, uh, I mean, we've talked about uh, maybe then possibly finding some age-altering technology. So maybe by then. But what happens when that happens is the whole plan just flawed now. He's like, oh, just fucking scrap the movie. Nobody gets to see it now. No, we get to say it's trash. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, that's <laughs> trash. But if we were all dead and the new people at that time saw it, they're like, oh, my goodness, this is fucking amazing. This is an artifact. Yeah. You know what I mean? But us, we're over here like, eh. We saw yeah. better shit in, in 2025 when the aliens came. Yeah. Well, shit, that might be by the end of this year. I don't even know if we have to wait five years. That's true. Um, hip. I'm going to probably butcher the name of this hip hypnosis, but they spell it H I P G N O S I S. They're, uh, I guess a UK based company and they acquired 100% of no IDs, worldwide copyrights and publishing royalties, including writer's share of income. And how, how much did he sell that for? So they, they didn't, they didn't give a number, but I'd assume if he's giving up future royalties too, they had to give him the fucking bag. And this bag, is 273 bag. songs 
that they acquired. And if you go through No ID's catalog, yeah, he's had some huge, 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 huge records for people. So that's pretty crazy. I saw that the Dream, I think, did something similar where he sold a majority of his catalog earlier this year. You'd really have to crunch numbers to see if that's even realistic to sell something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost at this point, it's almost like you're betting against now versus the future. Do I take the now right now or do I bet on my music continuing to be successful in the future, continuing to give me the residual income? Yeah, because you never know what's going to happen. Like, think about uh, Rick Roll. The Rick Rolling or whatever, mm-hmm. the trolling or whatever. Yeah, he didn't fucking know that was going to happen. Right. Like, that probably has over a billion streams on YouTube. That's true. Yeah, so I guess it, it just I guess it just depends on what position you're in or what you're trying to do. But, um, yeah, I'm assuming he got the bag, so shout out to No ID. Yeah, shout out. That's crazy. He's given us some uh, great music over the years. Uh, did you see that the Seahawks cut rookie Kima Silverand after he was caught on video trying to sneak a woman into the team hotel? Do you think that we might know which woman he snuck into the hotel? Time out, time out, time out. You're missing the key detail about this. She was dressed as a Seahawks player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that part, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy, bro. Um, probably. Yeah, we probably know who this is. Yeah. Shout out to that young lady, though. But, <laughs> fellas, again, being horny will get you caught up out here. Yeah. Don't lose your job because you're horny. That's crazy. That's what OnlyFans is for. Man. Dressed, to, <laughs> dressed her up as a Seahawks player. Probably put a fucking helmet on her. Like, yeah, oh, this well, isn't suspicious. You know what's probably funny is he probably used like an old jersey of a player that wasn't even on the team anymore. Sean Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a mass of my jersey yeah. walking in. It's fucking wild. Yeah. So boys, control your horniness out here. Huh? <laughs> New research provides evidence that psychedelic drugs can improve mental health by making individuals more accepting of distressing experiences. The study adds to growing body of literature that indicates using substances like psilocybin. Still, mm-hmm. excuse me, psilocybin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, can result in sustained improvements in depressive symptoms. I 100% agree with that, and I would back that shit if I could. 100%. Well, that's why Denver was moving to um, decriminalize mushrooms. and. That's so dope. I think I came on here a, a while ago, and one of my picks of the week was for that book, uh, Doors of Perception. They take mm-hmm. psilocybin or whatever it is. Psilocybin. Yeah, and it's just a different way of looking at the world. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that if you could get out of your... like, also, For example, I'll use like weed, right? When I smoke weed, it gets me out of my ego and out of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that things like mushrooms have a completely different effect on other people. I think people have to force themselves to be in a vulnerable state in order to even under to begin to understand themselves. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, did you see that Steven Strasberg got tossed from the stands after arguing balls and strikes and then tipped his cap to the home plate umpire? Really? Bro, 2020 is a weird fucking place. <laughs> like, Wait, so he was just arguing with the ump? He was sitting in the stands, and you you know, it's so quiet now because mm-hmm. no fans and stuff. You could actually hear him, like, cussing in the background, <laughs> and the ump just got fucking fed up and kicked him out and the coach. That's hella funny. Or no, they went to kick him out, and they thought it was the coach getting kicked out, but it ended up being him that was getting tossed. That's funny. Uh, Disney's remaking Home Alone, and there's a petition <sighs> to recast 38-year-old Macaulay Culkin as 9-year-old Kevin McAllister and have nobody in the film acknowledge it. We have this weird uh, obsession in this country with nostalgia. I like it, though. I get it. It sells. Yeah. I buy it. I definitely buy into it. Like, 90s shit, I'm all over it. Uh, speaking of nostalgia stuff, did you see some of the pictures from Avatar have been released? No, I'm excited for that. I, yeah. Didn't it get pushed back again or in something 2021. like that? 2021. I mean, it gets pushed back every year. Every year, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see that Apple's pulled Fortnite from its iOS app store after Epic Games violated app store guidelines by implementing their own in-store purchases? I actually saw that. So I started it up, and there is a big disclaimer on Fortnite the game, mm-hmm. and it pretty much stated that. Yeah. But it also said, in retaliation, go to this website. So Epic Games, the people who make Fortnite, is legit fighting this shit. That's crazy. That's how you know they got money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you know they're big dogs. I saw something, too. I think they got pulled from the Android store, too. Uh, Epic Games ain't fucking scared, bro. Yeah. They got pulled from one billion devices. 
one that's billion crazy. Yeah, devices. Just think about that, though. That's how much power they have. One billion devices, bro. That's that's, and I've still never played Fortnite before. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James Voting Rights Group has partnered with the Dodgers to make Dodgers Stadium a polling place for November general election, marking the first time an MLB team has offered its facility as a voting center. Hmm, that's cool. Cool stuff, um, especially since they're fucking taking away all the mail-in voting. Yeah, speaking of that, did you see that Trump admitted to sabotaging the UPS? Yeah, the, and he's not even hiding it now. He's like, he, the, I've seen videos of them loading fucking, uh, uh, what's it called, drop boxes into trucks. Like, they're t- already actively taking trucks out of cities. Yeah. I mean, uh, these voting box or voting box mailboxes. God, I don't know why I can't say that. This is what he said. He said they need the money in order to make the post office work so it can take all these millions and millions of ballots. But if they don't get those two items, that means you can't have universal mail-in voting because they're not equipped to have it. Mm-hmm. I know Bro, he's about- literally admitting to saying, like, I'm going to withhold the fucking money so they, they can't give out the ballot or so they can't mail ballots. Yeah, I know we talked about doing this mail-in one as a conspiracy theory, but I don't even think it's a conspiracy theory anymore. It's like right yeah, in the fucking face now. So Yeah. Um, we said though on this podcast numerous times that they were they were gonna do anything that they can to win this election, whether it's the mail-in voting stuff, using Kanye as their pawn, like they're going to do whatever and do to whoever. Kanye over here meeting up with Jared Kushner on the oh, daily God, now. Dude, I fucking hate Jared Kushner and um well, Don Jr., man. Those guys just really just... Yeah. Really just grind my gears. <sighs> yeah, grind my gears. Um, did you see that Michael Cohen, who was Trump's old attorney, is releasing a tell-all? Nice. Uh, one of the excerpts from it is, From golden showers in a sex club in Vegas to tax fraud to deals with corrupt officials from the former Soviet Union to catch and kill conspiracies to silence Trump's clandestine lovers, I wasn't just a witness of the president's rise. I was an eager and active participant. Active and eager participant. Hmm. In the golden showers, I sure hope not. Hmm. <laughs> I hope you're not the one getting peed on by Trump, but... Uh, he was the one peeing on Trump. Honestly, like, when people come out with these tell-all books, it's funny how much they divulge, but I feel like nothing ever really comes out of them. Especially with Trump. Like, lately, no, nobody really gives a fuck what's going on with them. They already know he's doing some weird shit. Trump's just going to say, no, that's not true. Fake he, news. Yeah, that too. And peeing on somebody is, like, probably the least of the weird things that Trump has been doing. Oh, so, for sure, you know? bro. For sure. Oh, I got a fuck you to give out this week. Uh, R. Kelly's manager called a Manhattan theater th- and threatened them to sh- saying that there was going to be someone who was going to shoot it up because they were trying to play surviving R. Kelly. What? Yeah. So fuck him. Wow. Craziness. Um, did you have any more for hot headlines? No, that's all I got, man. I mean, I'm sure there's more shit that's going to happen literally as soon as we hit in. But oh well, right I now. have a somewhat of a hot headline. I have a little clip to play, which I thought was pretty funny. We only have to play a couple seconds of it because it'll pretty much explain itself. But did you see the Ben Shapiro WAP thing? No. Oh my God, listen to this. So he's reading the lyrics from WAP. Oh boy. Here are some of the lyrics. You ready? Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effing with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop. For this wet ass viewer. All right, we don't even have to keep going, but bro, he sounds like a fucking square, bro. Ben Shapiro, if you can't even say the word pussy, you definitely should not be <laughs> telling women what to do with theirs. The wet person. And you have more of a problem with Cardi B and them talking about their wet ass pussy than Trump saying he's gonna grab women by them. Yeah. Just say you hate women and say you hate black people and keep it pushing, dude. You're a fucking certified dork. Yeah, he's a dork. I would love to give that guy a dork. wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> give that guy a wedgie. And then though. did you did you see his wife came out and said that it that reason, he's gay? No, oh, the, okay. <laughs> the reason why they probably have wet-ass pussies is because they have a, uh, 
vaginal infection. And he tweeted about that. I was like, man, if I was offset, I'm denting in that dude's nose. Don't talk about my wife's vagina anywhere. Interesting. It's probably because someone can get it wet. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, he just admitted that he's, ne- or she admitted to him that he's never got her vagina wet. Yeah. Damn, Ben. Maybe you should focus on your own stuff instead of worrying about other people's vaginas. Yep. Yeah. So just to bring up uh, some of the stuff that's been going on from this last week, because there's been a lot of fucking stuff going on this week with the VP. Mm-hmm. appointing and all that but uh trump signed those executive orders last week uh his whole goal of that was to provide m- relief to millions of americans as he would put it um uh, but all it takes is a little fact checking which i don't see a whole bunch of people doing online um so here's some facts about what trump actually is doing so unemployment would be have an extension of 400 dollars, which he's claiming that he's going to give everybody 400 dollars. it's not the case 300 dollars of that comes from the federal level and then there's a hundred dollar option kicker by the states, if they want to provide an extra 100 or not, most of whom are out of money or are going to run out of money in the next couple of weeks, which he hasn't said how he's going to provide for on that one. Um, the the uh, government has also doesn't have to give you the 300 if your state says they don't want to give you the 100. What? So they can pretty much opt themselves out of it. Um, on top of that, the way they're going to get the money to do this is by cutting the hurricane relief fund in the middle of hurricane season. By December 6th, the entire hurricane relief fund will be decimated from having to pay for this, uh, these unemployment benefits. So you mean to tell me he's going to cut the hurricane fund prior to the hurricanes, just like he cut the pandemic team prior to the pandemic? Exactly. Ah. Now you go to the federal payroll tax, which in theory sounds great. Nobody has to pay Social Security, Medicare, and um, what's the other one? Or your payroll taxes until the end of the month. They call it a payroll tax holiday. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have to pay those taxes. What Trump is banking on is that you'll vote for him because he said that he'll do the payroll tax, which does help a lot of people. But at the end of the payroll tax, if they decide to not make it permanent, you're going to owe those taxes. Trump is betting on that you're stupid enough to think that he's helping you out so you'll get him reelected. And then he'll hopefully extend the payroll tax holiday when in truth he's banking on just using it so that you'll vote for him again. Mm-hmm. And that'll decimate Social Security and Medicare for us, too. So for our generation, that's going to fuck us completely down the line. So all that you're working hard for free retirement can be flushed down the toilet in an instant situation with this. I wonder if he would have just given out like a fat check. Like right now, if he just gave everyone in America 10 grand. I wonder if that's enough to get him reelected. Well, I mean, we talked about before about uh, how much it would take for, to get your vote. I don't yeah. think ten grand would do it for me. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't vote for him anyway. Oh, I'm yeah, saying yeah. like I feel like there's a lot of people that are on the fence. Oh, for sure. Right I'm now. sure he could sway a lot of people by yeah. saying, "Oh, here's a little five thousand dollar check." Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't done it. Yeah, like clearly they could pull money out their ass when they want to. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's just so crazy how we never seem to have uh, money for students, or we never seem to have money for healthcare or any of these things. But yet, shit that like, matters. They're trying to sneak like a. Uh, fucking uh fighter jets and stuff into the um the coronavirus relief package like why are we even arguing about this shit right now how about you guys pass a couple things so that you can hold americans over like the only people that are suffering right now are the people who pay these taxes who Mm -hmm. keep this economy going like honestly like if we really take a look at this shit they're playing with us while we're the ones that keep them making money Mm -hmm. like we have all the power but again that is something that we need to realize is that we have more power than we think that we have Mm mm-hmm like you said, we're the ones that are turning the wheels. Yep. We're the ones making this shit move. And the crazy thing is they, they will purposely plant into people's heads 
that we don't have that much power. Mm-hmm. Like they'll purposely run that narrative. Oh, the people don't really have power. Oh, the voting doesn't matter because they just want to keep people from doing stuff like that. And look, and you're seeing it. They're trying their hardest right now to keep people from voting. That means they're fucking shook. Because I agree with it. I think one thing that Biden and uh, Kamala represent is how do you say her name? Kamala? Is it Kamala? I thought it was Kamala, but I guess I was corrected. It's Kamala, like comma and then law. Interesting. Kamala. Um, but uh, I think that they represent a complete shift in dynamics in this country, even though that they're like, well, as far as Biden, I'm not too familiar with Kamala's. I mean, I know a bit of her background, but some of her policies and stuff. But uh, Biden seems like the old way, but it seems like he's open to change. I think this is the first time where we're seeing candidates now that are kind of being forced by the people to make changes now. I don't even really know what changes that they're trying to implement. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I'm just jaded when it comes to politicians, but when I hear them talk, I don't believe it. Like, no. I don't. Uh, there's the last person that I actually felt like the candidate actually believed what they said. And I'm saying this on the whole. Like, I fuck with somebody when they say something and I think that they believe what they say, mm-hmm. right? I don't care if it's a Republican. I don't care if it's a Democrat. If you say something and I don't agree with it, but I think that you actually believe your words, yeah. I still fuck with you. Mm-hmm. The last person, though, that actually did that was Bernie Sanders to me. Yeah. Like, he said shit, and I'm like, damn, you really believe what you're saying. I think that we dropped the ball on Bernie. I do, too. I don't. I'm not I'm not going to sit up here and say that I'm the huge Biden fan or even Kamala fan. Like, I just think for right now, they're the best choices that we have. That's the, the only choice we got, Yeah, because there's no other choice but getting Trump out of there at this point for me. Same here. So... Kind of talking about the presidential race and stuff, um, besides all of Trump's lying, which, you know, people just, please just fact check a little of this stuff. Like, I see a lot of people put, sharing stuff about, oh my God, Trump's going to give us $400. Maybe he's not that bad of a guy. It takes two seconds to read what actually this stuff is going to do to us. And he's banking all of this on you not reading the fine print. The devil is always in the details. That's real. Always. Always, always, always. And Trump is a career businessman. Of course, he's going to hide some shit in the contract. He's a career con man. Yeah. Like, what he's the a fuck? snake oil salesman. Real shit. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Really? Um, so speaking a little more uh, Kamala, do you know really anything about her? No, I need to do research. Yeah. I, I really need to do research. So I've been trying to uh, research more because I am interested in kind of what she has been doing. Um, and for what, from what I found out, it seems like a lot of people's uh, bad opinions about her seem to be on some of her shady dealings as a, um, whether it was attorney Prosec- general and prosecutor. a prosecutor. Yeah. And, um, I just find it interesting that she talked so much shit to Biden and now she's like buddy, buddy with him. But Hey, but I like that too. So the, the point being on that one is that she's in such opposition with Biden on a lot of things that she'll keep him in check. Like, I think that, that we need somebody to balance Biden out. Not like with Trump or Pence just has to fucking babysit him all the time. Like mm-hmm. we need somebody to challenge biden on his shit and i think that she'll she'll do that that's a good way to look at it i also think that she's the attack dog for biden i think biden and this is gonna sound bad when i say it but i think he's kind of a wimp i think he's a little bit scared of trump like there's sometimes when he does want to jump in the ring and then there's other times where he wants to cower in the corner Mm -hmm. i think kamala is his attack dog now i think that she's gonna be out there on the front lines i think she's gonna be cussing people out i think she's gonna be doing all of that and honestly that's what he we and he needs Mm -hmm. like we need somebody that's gonna sit up there and go to bat for people when it comes to personality traits, yeah, I agree with that. I still need to do my personal research onto like what she's even about, though, because mm-hmm. I have no idea. I really don't. And it seems like a lot of people, their issue with her is that she flip-flops on a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems that she can't make her stances clear, and that's why people didn't have confidence in her as a president. But I think now it's easier for her because she kind of has to 
agree with what Biden says so she can take Biden's stance but also make it her own as well. It's not as much pressure to just be her stance now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic. Um, I'm excited, man. I can't wait till uh, Pence and... Uh, Pence and her mix it up. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm, that's must-see TV, dude. Hey, man, we can have a, a debate party. Yeah, no wa- uh, no structure watch party. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I dude. Yeah, dude, I'm excited, man. Honestly, it's funny how at age of 30, politics are starting to get me excited like that, boss. <laughs> <laughs> but that's <laughs> it's almost bad. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's almost bad to me, though, because like it shows how much it's just entertainment. It, yeah like yeah, i'm like damn this shit is like this is just cattiness like what the fuck are you guys doing Dude, you know it's like I mean? one big soap opera it is it's like watching the west wing with like a fucking like a soap opera twist yeah but um yeah i'm kind of i'm just excited to see some new blood in there i'm excited to see some of the faces changing uh one thing i will say about the democrat side too is it seems like there's a lot more people that are vocal on their side i think one thing that's and the, the great thing about kamala is i think she represents a lot of people that have been ignored in this country the same way that Trump was able to be the representation of those people that felt they were ignored in like the middle mm-hmm. America or whatever. She represents black women. She represents, I think she's half Asian. She's half Indian. Uh, yeah, she's yeah, a, Indian. Yeah, Indian. Like she's got a lot of stuff going on. And I think she represents a lot of things and her background, despite what people might think about her as far as being a district attorney and stuff, everything that she's done since her campaign started to now seems that she's moving in the right direction and wanting to make real changes in the social justice system. She's been preaching pretty heavily on uh, making change from the inside out. It must be a crazy feeling to get to the point of like, damn, I'm fucking vice president. Dude, it's it's nuts. Like, I'm I'm picked to potentially be vice president. That's crazy. And then instantly you get a dread in your stomach like, oh my god, I'm about to be the fucking vice president of this mess. Yeah. Got some cleanup to do. Definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see where all this stuff goes. I'm excited for Trump and um, Trump and her to, to get it on. Could be a. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, not heard Trump, but I heard Pence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, to go off that too. Um, and already, you can see Trump. Trump and the Republicans. Their playbook is so. Uh, it's so apparent now. It's very transparent. Two two seconds after she gets the nomination, they're already calling her a nasty woman. They're already sending out emails. I forgot to save that email that I was going to read on here. That was funny, but basically it was like she hates America. She's going to take away all of your land, like all of this stuff in this crazy ass email from the Trump campaign. I think I saw that. Yeah. I think and sent were, it to me. Well, there was another one and there was a, apparently like a phishing thing going on with Trump's email campaign mm. where they were using Kamala's name on emails. Like it looked like it was coming from her. I was like, Jesus. I'm not man. surprised. Uh, must be Putin and his boys. Oh, Putin. I had a random thought. This is another shower thought? Well, it's a couch thought okay. because I was actually sitting on the couch and I was watching bob's burgers right and i don't know if there's like an age where you just like are supposed to stop liking cartoons but like adult cartoons like my shit i'm like is this childish you know oh to watch the the to watch cartoons yeah yeah. or like even like when i'm watching cartoons with my son like i enjoy it yeah is that childish you know what i mean like are you are you supposed to not like this at a certain age and then well my thought went into like what age do you even feel like what age do you think you feel uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say these days because I feel like we, especially right now, we're caught in like a weird age group. We're like, we're, we're like not quite a young person, but we're not quite old people yet. It's mm-hmm. like the, the J. Cole middle child thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're For just sure. kind of caught in the middle. Um, but man, I don't give a fuck about that shit. If I enjoy it, I don't care really what age it is. Like if, if a video game still gives me enjoyment, if these shows still give me a good laugh, like as, as long as I'm enjoying it, I don't give a fuck what, <laughs> you know, what's on the TV. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to stop it. I'm just curious, like, what the average person thinks. Like, yeah. Like, does the average person not like cartoons at 30? 
You know what I mean? Right. Or even like the music that we listen to nowadays. Like sometimes I listen to these younger rappers and I'm like, am I supposed to be liking this stuff or am I too old for this yeah. type of music? Yeah. Am I too old to wear this clothes? I can, like, can I wear a jersey anymore? <laughs> oh, I'm still rocking. I'll probably rock jersey until the day I die. Do I have to wear a t-shirt under my jersey or do I, <laughs> do I look like I'm trying too hard? Um, I will say though that now with the internet and everything, age lines are so much more bored because now you have like 50 mm-hmm. year olds trying to be 30 and you know, people dressing I feel like people across the board dress almost the same. Like, That's very true. Nowadays, for sure. Yeah. Even in like hip hop culture, even the old people in hip hop are cool, mm-hmm. you know, and they still dress like they're in their 30s, but they have to to keep up with the other rappers. I think that that makes it easier for us so that technically, like, you know how they say, like, you kind of get trapped in time. Mm-hmm. Like, you find a style you like and you kind of get trapped there. Yeah. But now that everybody's wearing the same shit, it's like, you don't even look like you're dressing from the early 2000s. Well, that's a bad example because yeah. early 2000s is very distinct. But I mean, like, 2010. But shit, it's kind of getting back to that. 2010 looks like 2020. Let's be real. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And that's a long time. For sure. And everything's so cyclical, too. Like, you know, Air Forces go away. They come back again. So. Oh, I'm a rock Air Forces yeah. even when they're out of style. Are they ever out of style? Yeah. I mean, they go, they like go away from hype and then come back. Like, sometimes Air Force, like, Air Forces, there was like the Nelly run and then they mm-hmm. kind of went away for a while and now everybody's got them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. What age do you would you say that you feel on the inside? Uh, that no, that's kind of hard to say. Is there like times that you feel like you're younger and times that you feel like you're older? I think it depends on what kind of crowd I'm in, or not like crowd, but like what kind of environment I'm in. Because there will be times when I feel like the old person in the room, and there's other times where I still feel like the young person. Like even when I was down in Houston, like when I was with my sisters, I feel like the old person because mm-hmm. I am older than them, even though they're like. You know, we all listen to the same music. We all mm-hmm. dress. I mean, I don't dress like my sisters, but yeah. you know, like the style is the same. Everything is the same. But I still feel like the old person. But then I get around my mom and like the adults, and I don't feel old enough necessarily for their conversation. But I'm still old enough to be a part of it. Do you think by the time that we are our parents' age, there's going to be a, a even blurrier line of age difference? Mm-hmm. Because like we were talking about just now, like the internet has allowed kind of every age group to participate. Yep. You know. And there's going to be a certain point where once you first start dressing yourself to 100 years old, you're going to be, you guys are all allowed to fuck with the same shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys are all on pace to keep up with each other. Right. So I do think that there's going to be a certain point where it's going to be really hard to tell ages. And it's already, it's already getting that way. I think it's going to be even harder. Yeah. Because right now you can tell our parents age. That's true. You can, but they didn't get to live with internet how we did. That's true too. So if we get to continue on this shared platform with the whole world for the rest of our lives mm-hmm. i don't see there's any point that we would ever be out of touch sure and i think that when we were younger it was like not cool to be old you know like it was like yeah. oh people are getting old now but now like when you're older you realize that getting old is a blessing like yeah. each, each year that goes past i might be getting a little older my knees might pop a little bit more but guess what i'm still fucking here especially during these times mm-hmm. man it was so cold this morning and i was walking down these stairs bro my knees i feel like we're about to just be like nope we're not doing this today bro dude can even bend my kneecaps yeah man i wouldn't i would actually be terrified to try and play basketball right now like would you yeah oh i want to play right now i mean i want to play but (laughs) i'm about to get in that good 30 minute stretch though yeah (laughs) about to run around the gym oh i need to buy those you see those leg things that people like they look like almost like hockey pads that they put their legs in at the end like the cryo freeze shit Uh uh-uh oh yeah yeah yeah. the big sleeves yeah Yeah, yeah, i need some of those for an hour and a half in a drink nice stiff drink and a j (laughs) and a j I do think, though, and I forgot to bring up this point when we were talking about before, but I do think that the, the steps in life, the age groups now, the, the definitions have changed. So, like, 
for example, oh, thank you. Uh, back in the day, right? Like our parents and even our grandparents and stuff, like they knew what kind of job that they were going to get. They knew their life was pretty much planned out based on society and how society said, okay, by 30, you have to have a house. You have to be married. You mm-hmm. have to have this kind of job, this kind of, you know, retirement plan, everything like that. It was like their life was set. Because there's a lot less examples of other options. Right. And yeah. now that the world is so much more open and there's so much more to experience and the world is bigger than just your city or your block. There's so much more options to us. So it does change like kind of the, uh, I guess it's like the structure, like mission, yeah, structure, like, you know, like the old, um, like the old points that we used to want to hit at certain ages. Mm-hmm. Like now, nowadays people You're are talking about like the checklist. Yeah. Like a checklist. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that the checklist has changed and I think that the age you like so many people used to have in this idea that you had to be a certain thing by a certain age, but now it's like people are accomplishing their dreams at 40 years old, 50 years old. I mean, I hope it doesn't take that long for me, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I my grandma you, became an RN at 50, bro. Yeah. And remember I sent you the other thing about, uh, the other day about Michelangelo. He didn't, was it Michelangelo? One of those painters. Was, oh, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Yeah. Van Gogh. He didn't start painting until he was 30. He was mm-hmm. going to be a priest. You know, when I look at older people nowadays, I, we might have had this conversation off mic, but like if you look at like a 70 year old nowadays, they don't seem like a 70 year old when we were younger. No, not at all. Like they're so active, like mentally it's different. Yeah. I don't know if it has to do with exposure to other things now, mm-hmm. like mass exposure or, you know, the internet and um, whatever it is. Something's going on to make people seem younger at older ages. Yeah. Well, even if you think about um, before the internet, right? or even like the early adoption of the internet, all that you would see of old people or you'd always see stereotypes of these groups because that's how they were. So mm-hmm. when you saw old people on TV, it was a bunch of like melanoma commercials and yeah. walkers <laughs> and stuff. So you just assume that 70 year old, 60 year olds are not active, but that's true. Hey, you got fucking Bernie Sanders up here screaming for three hours and yeah. he, you know, he doesn't miss a beat. Maybe he's not an example because he's got heart problems, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you'll see like a, a 65-year-old over here working out looking like he's 45 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, what the fuck? fucking ripped, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I do think, though, that also, especially old people back in the day, and they can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I feel like that they just used to just be so used to how life was supposed to go. Like, okay, at 70, you just stop being active and you just kind of fall into your retired old life and mm-hmm. you stay home and don't do anything and you go to Old Country Buffet at noon and, you know. I wonder if Old Country Buffet is going to last. I hope not, but it's nasty. It is nasty, but I mean, that's like a Lakewood staple, bro. Oh, that was a Fedger Way staple. We used to have, uh, that's probably yeah, why I think it's so now. Yeah, I forgot, they do got one too. That's crazy. We used, to, uh, we used to go there almost every, there in Patterson's West was always the, the birthday spots. See, we used to always go to the one in Lakewood because most of my family lived down south. Oh, gotcha. So we would always go up there when, you know, all the, me and all my cousins were young. Yeah. Just fucking wrangle up the kids and let them eat till they Barf. explode yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just remember being a kid my stomach hurting so bad after old country buffet because i would just eat and eat and yeah. eat non-stop and it was almost like a competition with your cousins on who could eat the most yeah i was a weirdo i would eat hella ham like i bet you people listening are <laughs> like weird. what the fuck <laughs> i would eat hella ham bro my grandma used to uh, have this like strict rule with me and my cousins that you couldn't have dessert before dinner mm-hmm. so i'd always say i'm going to the bathroom i'd run and grab a brownie and shove it in my mouth and do it as fast <laughs> as i can and then go back to the table funny. You know, now that I think about it, I think I used to always get the ham because I like going out there and making them cut it. I think that that was the thing. Serve me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking weird power trip. Five-year-old. Be serve like, me, ham server. Give me my ham, goddammit. Yeah. Yeah, that's too funny. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I think the age is just, I, age is really just a number now. Yeah, it is. Unless you're R. Kelly, and then age, you should definitely not be in just a number. Yeah. 
Do you think that the, the types of flirting these days are different now that there's more ways to interact with people? 1,000%. Like, what's an interesting way you think someone flirts that most people either don't realize that they're doing it, but that's their intention, or ways that you would become relevant in a situation that's different than being like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, in a Oh, okay. You mean like a, a different way of approaching them? Yeah. Uh, I think, I guess the easy one that I think most people would attribute is probably liking pictures on Facebook or Facebook. Well, I mean, I guess on anything, but mostly on Instagram. Like, I feel like that's pretty common though. Mm-hmm. I think liking pictures is common. Especially if you just like add somebody and then they go like a picture of yours from like a week ago. Like that's a pretty mm-hmm. good indicator that maybe that there's something a little bit more from there. Yeah. Or just like spamming your page and liking all your shit. Yeah. I feel like that's a little aggressive. It is a little aggressive. And if guys are doing that, you should probably ease off the pedal a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I promise you Cardi B is not going to see like 35 of her pictures. Promise you. <laughs> Uh, I think that if you were to post something, right, and you have an eye for this person, um, let's say like a snap or like a story, and the person always watches your shit, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a that's a, a shot. Is it though? Because I mean, I watch a bunch of people shit all the time, and I don't feel like that. That's flirting. I feel like that's. I'm just being part of it. I feel like that's part <laughs> that's of it. Really, what it is? I feel like there's a point where like you want them to know that you are relevant you want them to know that you're looking like hey i'm here mm-hmm. yeah like if you can use that as part of your game oh for you sure know what i mean yeah. yeah another interesting dynamic too about that is like uh let's say you were and this could be obviously on female or guy side but like let's say there's a chick that you know you used to mess around with or you used to talk to or be in a relationship or whatever a couple years down the line like maybe you guys haven't interacted you know on social media and then a picture of her pops up and you will end up liking the picture that's not the double back all right, maybe you're just happy that she's in a better place in her life. That doesn't necessarily mean that you want that old thing back. Mm, I see. What doesn't you're necessarily saying. mean I'm coming back for another round. It could be. I won't say that that doesn't. That doesn't always mean the case, but I feel like yeah, all these things are like, it's like a package. It's just part of the package. Mm-hmm. Like there's obviously different things that account to the intention. There's definitely a how to flirt on social media starter pack for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, do you like all the pictures? Do you go back in time and like only a few pictures? Do you watch all their stories? Do you comment on their shit? Mm-hmm. Do you send them funny memes and shit in their DMs? There's so many things. There is a lot of things. Thank God you're married. You probably yeah. none of these stresses. I feel like I'm I'm so out of the loop yeah. with social media dating. Uh, social and flirting. media dating is such a weird place because even like even if you look at like celebrities too, it's so weird to watch like other celebrities like openly try to flirt on there. Like mm-hmm. it's just weird, dude. It's openly shooting shots yeah yeah that could be it'd be kind of cringy yeah for sure because you you i guess if you have in your mind like you're a thought of somebody being the mr cool guy then all of a sudden you see him looking a little bit desperate in the comments yeah i felt that way when um who was it yo Gotti said that he had like a crush on angela simmons remember that song i think it was chris brown's song oh yeah yeah yeah. i was like bro what the fuck (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) or like when dj Khaled did that weird thing where he wanted to marry Nicki minaj Wait, what? I don't know if you remember that. It was from one of his albums. Right before he was going to promote the single, he was, like, saying he wanted to marry her and, like, bought a fake ring, and she told him to stop fucking around, and... DJ Khaled's in a lot of weird shit. Yeah, he's a weird one. <laughs> Definitely think social media has changed a lot of the ways we interact and flirt with one another. I think it can be it can be either a good thing, if you know how to use it. It could be great, but it could also be super detrimental if you're just looking super thirsty on a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there definitely is a fine line between shooting practical jumpers... And being and thinking your Dame Willard pulling up from half court. Like, exactly. There's, there's there's some you yeah. gotta know you gotta know where your shots gonna you land do. from. You gotta know your range. That's first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for what yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
you can't be a power forward out here shooting fucking half court heaves over here trying to posterize somebody and you can't even fucking touch the net like stop (laughs) (laughs) conspiracy talk so you got a you had an interesting idea for this week's right we're just gonna go with the yeah first i want to say jislaine galane maxwell Glenn? Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. Well, all I know is she's off suicide I we, watch. I thought we agreed to call her Jizzle. Uh, oh, Jizzle Maxwell <laughs> is uh, taking off suicide watch. Oh, okay. Just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, so she's going to die next week. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, now she doesn't want to kill herself anymore. She's going to kill herself. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, her lawyer was the one who uh, pushed that through. So. Okay. Did you also see that uh, apparently she came out and said that she has videos of Prince Charles and these orgies? I'm not surprised, yeah. bro. I bet you see he has videos on everybody. That house has to be videoed up. Oh, for sure. The fucking island is videoed up. You got to think that Epstein was probably taping everything be- just in case something ever happened to him. That he had all this dirt on everybody. Probably which ended up being that something happened to him, and now all the dirt that he had on everybody's coming out. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so for this week on conspiracy talk, I have a list of conspiracies related to coronavirus. Oh, here we go. There's so many, dude. Yeah, dude so many. I'm just gonna go through the list. Okay. Uh, no particular order. And these are just things that people have came up with or people have talked about or people will claim is real, whatever. Um, Number one, I'm not going to number them. So I don't even know why I said number one. Anyway. Corona C talk. All right. Swing and a miss. (laughs) Let's see. uh, The COVID-19 vaccine will contain a microchip. Yeah, that's been a pretty pretty popular one. Pretty popular. Uh, COVID-19 was deliberately made in a lab. Seen that one too. By by the Chinese. By Chinese. By American. I've seen different people being attributed to who did it. That it was a bioweapon. Yep. Yep. Um, vodka can be used as hand sanitizer. I saw an interesting thing that said that uh, uh, hand sanitizer companies were actually running out of the stuff to make hand sanitizer. So they actually started using vodka in there. And that's why some of them had such a strong smell of vodka. So I heard that you need to have at least 70% alcohol or else it does not kill germs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess like worst case scenario, if you had alcohol and you had an open wound and that's the only thing to clean it. Yeah. Probably you should try it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Listeners, any advice I give, don't fucking listen. I should tell that. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't try this at <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, don't try it at home. Or actually, don't, just don't try it anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just don't try it anywhere. Don't go pour vodka in your friend's wounds. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It has to be at least 60%. Oh, okay. Yeah. So your regular uh, bottle of vodka will not do the same because usually it's like 100 proof or something like that. Mm-hmm. And proof is uh, E divided by 2, and that's the percentage of alcohol. Oh, I didn't know that. The more you know. Um, yep. So next, uh, being able to hold your breath for 10 seconds means that you don't have coronavirus. But yeah, I remember seeing that because they were saying that coronavirus incubates in your throat or some shit. Yeah, it starts, I think, in the back of your throat. Yeah, so I was also seeing, like, you know, if you drink uh, a strong-proof alcohol, you would kill the bacteria or you kill the virus. Uh, Not true. So that's what Party Next Door was doing when he was saying he was holding vodka in his throat to make himself sleep better. He's actually just trying to kill Corona. Preventative. Ahead of his time. Yep. Ahead of his time. Um, eating garlic prevents coronavirus. I eat a lot of garlic too, so. I do too. I never heard that one. Though. Also good to uh, ward away vampires. That's what I heard. So I heard, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, Disney Plus released COVID-19 just in time for Disney Plus's launch. You know what? Disney's, Fucking Disney, bro. Disney's tied into a lot of this shit, so I'm not going to go ahead and rule it out. We're going to go ahead and table that one for later. Yeah. Uh, COVID-19 arrived from space. Who knows, bro? You ever see uh, the movie Venom? Yeah. That's probably COVID-19. Yeah. Just came here on a thing from... Oh, that's what Elon Musk was doing out there. He's bringing back fucking diseases. Venom got all the COVID, bro. Yeah. COVID-19 is, in fact, 5G attacking our brains. Yep, heard that one mm-hmm. quite a bit. A psychic predicted COVID back in 2008. Oh, was this from a book? 
said something about yep. it would uh, show up. And Sylvia Brown magically disappear out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for it to magically disappear. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness was spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived. Attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely. So, everybody, get your stock money ready. Yeah. 10 years from now, we're about to go in. So, basically, yeah, you guys know that in 10 years, all this shit's just going to go rewind again. So, man, get your toilet paper now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Toilet paper, hand sanitizer. Pretty much, if this is what happened now, I feel like it's going to happen again because people are real quick to forget how to react and shit. Yep. Yeah, you know I mean? For sure. Let's see. The UK government are baking a giant lasagna. What? What? <laughs> Wait, keep going. The UK government are baking a giant lasagna. If you haven't heard the genius and totally hilarious voice note about a giant lasagna making its round yet, then you're in for a treat. Beginning as a seemingly serious proposition by the UK government... The recording goes on to describe Wembley-sized lasagna. I don't know what the fuck Wembley is. It's uh, the stadium stadium, where the uh, tennis place goes. Being baked in the stadium with the help of drones to lift the pasta sheets. If you're in the mood for some light relief, then this is for you. What the fuck? First off, I don't want drones touching any of my food, dude. And that's a that's a great way to spread COVID is to give everybody a lasagna from the same thing. I just feel like you can't make a lasagna that good and have it taste that good throughout. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Come oh, on, bro. I, didn't, I wasn't really thinking of that. <laughs> There's ratios and proportions you got to follow. That is really a sad point when you go to reheat lasagna and the whole outside is hot and then you get to the middle and it's cold still. That's rough. I still, it's I just, sad moment. I fight through it. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm like, fuck it. I'm already here. Yeah. I'm <laughs> comfortable. Got the remote in my hand. And actually, low key, uh, cold lasagna is actually kind of good. I mean, I'd rather have hot, but yeah. Uh, if it was all the way cold, sure. If it was all the way hot, yeah. What's your thoughts on uh, cold pizza? I'm not even a huge pizza person. <sighs> Disgusting. Taylor fucking loves pizza. You don't like pizza? No, I love pizza. I'm saying it's disgusting to you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. The French government are making a ginormous garlic bread. Bro, what the fuck? (laughs) Some of this gigantic food. uh, Cocaine protects against COVID-19. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Once again, do not try this at home. Drinking cow urine also protects against COVID-19. Wow, what the fuck? Bro, what? Coconut oil also cures COVID-19. See, these are all those like holistic people. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. I feel like some of them might be real. I feel like some of these holistic healing practices, like essential oils and shit like that, I feel like they can be aids to cure. They're therapeutics. Exactly. Yeah, they're I feel like cures. they could help calm you to make you feel better yeah. during your healing process. I feel like a lot of those holistic things are more concerned with um, keeping your immune system high. You know what I mean? Like keeping, making sure your body's at the right levels and stuff so that you don't continue to get sick. Mm. There's a show on Netflix. I forget what it's called. I just watched it though. But they were talking about essential oils. <clears throat> and they were talking about like the pyramid skis behind and shit. But it was more so about the essential oils and what people believe that they do. And there's some people that are just fucking doubling down. Like this is the end all cure all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then there's some people who take the shit and then like ingest it because you're not supposed to ingest it. Yeah. That are just, you know, getting all these rashes that are oozing out their fucking skin and shit. So like I said, I think that there are benefits to it by soothing you in an uncomfortable situation. But I right. do not think that these are the things that are going to cure you. There are times for medical intervention. Right. Well, just like with the uh, incense, right? You mm-hmm. know, you're supposed to light incense to uh, ward off evil spirits mm-hmm. or, you know, to cleanse the aura. I don't think that the 199 incense at 7-Eleven are going to do that. I don't. I mean, <laughs> you know who, I mean? who knows? Maybe I mean, Maybe, but you know what I mean? Like, just like the essential oil that you buy for two ninety nine at Target, I don't think is going to really have the effect you think it is. Oh, these ones were expensive. These ones are like... Things like 20 bucks for like five milliliters or something like that. Yeah. They're like, well, it's only 15 cents a drop. My bruh, come on. (laughs) 
Um, Greta Thunberg caused COVID-19 to help with climate change. Who's Greta Thunberg? You don't remember Greta, the little chick, the climate chick? Like the little 10-year-old that's never in fucking school before COVID? No. I'm like, damn, they got this chick out here on a fucking uh, a Go Green campaign and she ain't never in school. Really? Yeah. I don't know who this is. I mean, the name sounds Greta, weird. bro, you would know if you saw her. Where, if this is all true, where the fuck are her parents at? Uh, I mean, she looks familiar, but I don't really... Really? Yeah. Really? She's, like, screaming at all, like, the oil companies and, like, the conservatives and stuff, like... My generation needs change, Rose. We're not going to have anything to live on. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway. well, shout out to her, though, for trying to make some change. Yeah. But, uh, uh, somebody should definitely be asking her parents why the fuck she isn't in school. Yeah, I mean, I guess she has bigger plans. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess saving know. the planet is a little bit, you know, better than fucking 12th grade English. COVID-19 was created by Netflix to tie in with their new series. Oh, so you mean like they dropped COVID as like the, the rollout for all their new series? Remember they had a new docuseries called Pandemic? Yeah. I thought it was a movie. No, well, they have Contagion. Oh, yeah. And then they had the docuseries Pandemic. But that came out right before COVID. Oh, I don't watch any of that shit, especially during this time. I was going to watch it because I got hooked on the game Plague, Plague Inc. Oh, okay. And it's how to create a plague to wipe out <laughs> the, the globe. Yeah, it's, we're gonna have to talk. It's like about a puzzle game. We're gonna have to talk about continuing <laughs> this podcast. That's a little strange. Okay, <laughs> no, actually, I have a conspiracy that's probably not true at all. But I was playing this shit. One of my coworkers put me onto it, and it's interesting. So you have to you have to create a plague, right? And there's different facets to it, and the plague will mutate. But humans are very resilient things. Like they'll fight it off. Mm-hmm. So you have to make the plague better and better each time. But I'm thinking, like, what if? Because it's downloaded so many times. What if so many people download this? And create ways to fight against humans that all this data is being stored somewhere for someone to like fight the shit. Oh, you know what gotcha. I mean, for, for someone to like actually create like a real plague. Yeah. And they have all the different variations and combinations of how to fight the shit. If Maybe humans did this, point of it was. do this, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I contributed to it. I'm yeah, so, so sorry. So, so turns, sorry. Turns out that uh, you're the reason that we have COVID. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, Russia Russia has released lines to enforce social distancing. They've released lines? Russia unleashed more than 500 lines on the street to oh, ensure that people lines. are staying indoors during the pandemic outbreak. What? I saw that that was actually debunked. Okay, I was about to say, uh, yeah, that is wild. Yeah, that's that true. Too. That was pretty crazy. Well, it's a conspiracy theory. I don't yeah. fucking know. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I got. Interesting times. Interesting times that a lot of conspiracies can for sure be made because this shit is fucking weird yeah well because we have no answers no answers so when you with uh there to be no answers you create your own and the first thing that's suspicious you're like ah this Mm. motherfucker this did it because covid is a secret operation to get all the pedophiles covid Mm -hmm. is a secret operation to turn the country to digital currency there's Mm -hmm. so much yeah man but people are home i mean a lot of people are still out of work Mm -hmm. a lot of people are just watching the news there's not there's not a whole lot of information about what the fuck's going on so people's minds are going a little crazy I get it. And I get it, too, because I definitely delve into all this conspiracy talk, too. Same we here. do it every week. Every week. Every week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. I have one pick this week. It's not a website. Okay. It's not a playlist. It's not a playlist, not a website. Yep. Um, my pick this week is the Master P documentary. Oh, okay. No, uh, no Limit Chronicles on BET. Mm-hmm. I just started it. I haven't got all the way through it. I think I just watched the first episode. But it's pretty good. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, I like it. It's um, that's is this a, a Hulu original or what is it? Who's? It's on uh, BT. Oh, it's on BT. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, no limit. I'm very familiar with Master P. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'm familiar enough with like C Murder. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, and I guess sure. Silk the Shocker too. But like the whole 
dynasty that they have. Like, you know, hey, you have like Rockefeller. Yep. You have Cash Money. You know what I mean? You have, who else would there be? Uh, Bad Boy. Bad Boy, yeah. You have these Death dynasties, Row. Yeah. Death Row. I feel like No Limit, No Limit is up there with mm-hmm. them, but it's not talked about as much. For sure. So there's like a lot of details that, you know, were missed from, you know, just my casual browsing mm-hmm. throughout my years. But it's cool, man. It's cool to see like a whole different side of Master P. You see, you know, his interaction with Romeo. Like we grew up with Romeo pretty For much, sure. you know, on Nickelodeon and shit. And then, yeah, whatever. Seeing him on ICDC College commercial. Yeah, or where he, uh, where fucking Master P tricked USC is where they had to yeah. take Romeo in order to get DeMar DeRozan. I actually went to a UW game. When he was playing. Oh, really? Yeah, but everyone was ch- uh, chanting, uh, play Romeo. Romeo or something like that. Put it, Yeah, put in Romeo because they didn't play him. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you ever check out the uh, Wu-Tang documentary? No, I didn't. That's oh, that's cool. next. Yeah, I'm going to do that next. That. Really good. Is it? So far, so far I've got my two episodes in, but, but that okay. was pretty good. I'm late on stuff like that because I didn't even watch uh, the new edition one. I haven't seen the new edition one either, but I, from what I think I remember reading about that, it wasn't good. Really? A lot of people said it was hella good. A lot of people said that it was so Maybe good. Maybe I'm confusing that one with another one. Probably, because a lot of people were saying that it was so good that they'd rather listen to the new edition, the actors, rather than the oh, new edition. Oh, I do remember the the controversy around that, because it was so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were like the new, new edition. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check that out, too. Uh, yeah, that's my pick. Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll definitely check that out, too, because uh, I think Masterpiece Story is one of those ones that doesn't go as recognized in hip-hop, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it has to do with that he just took a different route than some of the other moguls did. And I don't think a lot of people realize how big of a piece he is for the culture. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, yeah, definitely check that out so you can respect the OG. For sure. Shout out to Masterpiece. And he's also uh, one of the only uh, rappers to ever make it into the NBA. If not the only one. Oh, I forgot about that. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to him. Uh, I had two this week. Uh, the first one, I don't think I've ever used a pick of the week for the air fryer, and if I did... You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I- either way, I have this week is an IG post for the air fryer. Um, it's called Air Fryer Addicts, and it's an IG page that has just a bunch of air fryer recipes. Adding this shit right now. Yeah, dude. Uh, lots of good stuff. I made um, pesto, like cherry tomato pesto kebabs mm-hmm. last night. Probably make the same for dinner tonight because I had some extra... Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to experiment a little bit more on what you can make it there. So is it all one word or how do you spell it out? Yeah, it's uh, Air Fryer Addicts, all one word. That's cool. I have no service. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you too, Sprint. Pretty cool. Unless you want to give us a bag. Uh, people make, yeah, people make like, uh, desserts and shit in there too, which is kind of crazy. That is crazy. Like what? Uh, I seem like the people are making cakes and stuff in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see like a cake or like a... Because I guess you can like bake it. Like a parfait. No, parfaits are yogurt and shit, huh? Uh, yeah. I don't know my dessert. I'm not a dessert person. I don't know if I ever told you that. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm not really either. Like, I'm not really the biggest fan of cake. What? So, uh, there's three meals of the day and then dessert. Oh, you're right? asking what my favorite meal is? What is your favorite Haven't meal? Haven't we talked about this? I said breakfast. And you said that you don't like breakfast. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it on here. Oh, yeah. I'm a I'm a big breakfast fan. Yeah, I, I am the opposite, bro. I'm dinner all day. I'll eat dinner for breakfast. But there is days, yeah, where I'll wake up at like 10 and go get straight to teriyaki. Yeah. Like, I could wake up at fucking 7 a.m. and eat yakisoba like it's nothing. Oh, I don't know about all that. Oh, easy. My stomach needs breakfast food in order to, to function. I need, like, need a, eggs or... Nope. Don't need it. Uh, my other pick of the week is, of course, don't fucking forget to vote. Vote.org. Yeah. It's where you can sign up. Takes two minutes. You can literally register up until the day of election. Um, and don't just participate in the presidential election. Also participate in your local election because that is so, 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 so important. It is. Let's get these fucks out of there, especially that orange bitch. Yeah. Jeez, I'm on one bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, shout outs. Yeah. Shout out to all my players out there. Uh, no. Um, shout out to Mello. Um, Carmelo was one of those people that uh, he was really um, counted out 
I don't, I still don't understand what his story is. He was destined for greatness. And then all of a sudden he dropped off. Like, what was the drop off? I don't even think that there was a drop off necessarily. So he was on the Nuggets. They had Mm -hmm. great teams. They were just kind of underachievers. Mm -hmm. He got shipped to New York. That team always just underachieved. I think that his, the big storyline with Carmel is that he's always underachieved technically. Somebody that I see kind of on the same uh, path as him is Dame. Really? Because Dame hasn't really, and this is a whole argument with him and Skip, he hasn't, in, in the grand scheme of things, he's never really, I mean, we know what Dame does. Mm-hmm. That's not a disrespect to Dame at all. I'm just saying, like, in the, in the um, you know, when you t- bring up achievements and stuff, he's, his accolades don't match up to that of his peers at the time. But we know Dame gets fucking busy, just yeah. like we knew, Car- we know, we knew Carmelo does. Yeah. Uh, but his seemed, thing seemed to be that he wanted to continue to be a starter and to play his brand of basketball, and a lot of teams weren't willing to accept that brand of basketball mm-hmm. so i think he had a lot of hiccups along the way but even so i've seen a lot of people still say that he was a great teammate during that time it's just he didn't gel with the team but now he's fucking killing it he's been playing great with the blazers i love it uh one of my favorite things he said when um he was about to come back was i'm gonna need you i need your apology to be just as loud as the disrespect was yeah that's dope so and i don't need to apologize because i've always believed in mellow but just me too shout bro out to fucking mellow man yeah shout out mellow shout out mellow um, and my other one was for, um, yeah, just everyone, shout out everyone still going hard for Breonna Taylor. Um, you know, we made our stance clear on this. Keep pushing. Don't let it die down mm-hmm. just now because, you know, there's so much more stuff going on. It's easy to lose track of that. And any injustice stuff. Um, don't lose steam. And then last shout out for motherfucking us. Yeah. Yeah, we've been kicking, or kicking it. We've been <laughs> killing it lately, working hard on uh, improving our craft, making sure we have guests for you guys, uh, upping the experience on YouTube. It seems you guys taking it pretty well because we've just been doing better. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll continue improving stuff and just shout out. Thanks for fucking with us. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out everybody. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, and make sure if you wanted to keep spreading that love, keep reposting, keep liking, keep doing all that good stuff and uh, help us get out there because we love doing this stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, No Structure Pod 1 is the Twitter. Uh, no Structure Podcast is the Instagram. Our website is uh, the no Structure Podcast.com. YouTube channel Tuesdays and Fridays. We have Conspiracy Talk and Hot Headlines, Visualizers on there. And uh, yeah. Peace. That's a no structure podcast.